Drew Brees, the jig is up. Uh, yeah, I'm afraid that uh, all that talking, everything you were doing before, it ain't cutting it because uh, I don't know if it's because you're missing your wide receiver one, if you're missing, like, I don't know what's going on out there, but you're not showing the uh, Saints fans that you can still get passes past five yards or without a screen. But first off, let me start off by saying hope you're all having a good Monday morning. Uh, hope you all had a good weekend. Uh, it was a good slate of football games on both college and NFL yesterday. But uh, obviously, both of my teams lost. One of the college teams I don't even have to talk about, FSU, lost horribly. Ain't much to say, but we suck. And we're going to continue to suck for the foreseeable future. So that's really all I have to say about that. Saints-wise, uh, it's irritating to see because, you know, this team was slated to be a top team to go to the Super Bowl, but the way I'm seeing how we're doing this, we'll be lucky to win three or four games. The reason I say that is our offense is too predictable. If you're Sean Payton, you're basically being too conservative with your offense right now because you have a quarterback that only survives off screens. That's the truth of the matter because, uh, you know, Kamara's getting you most of the yardage. And most of the people who will see the stat line who don't really watch football or know the basis of football will say, see, well, Drew Brees, he went 29 for 36, you know. Uh, he threw for 288 yards and threw for three touchdowns. Yeah, it's all good and all, but you got to see where those touchdowns came from. Check downs to Kamara, and then a 10-yard pass, which, oh, by the way, is the first uh, <laughs> pass that he's thrown over 10 yards, apparently. Which I don't think that was accurate because he threw a 40-yarder to Jerry Cook week one. So that may have been a skewed stat, or I didn't understand the stat. Either way, I think they meant that was the first 10-yard passing touchdown. Either way, it's still pathetic to see because, you know, you have other options. You have Jameis. You have a quarterback that's young and who has proven that he can throw the ball and has thrown for 5,000 yards last season, granted, with the turnovers. But you, at this point, you have to at least give it a try to see if you can stop making your offense so handicapped because it's just, it is just too predictable on the offensive side, you know. And it's not fair to have, you know, Kamara be a workhorse. I mean, I know he signed that contract, but you can't just expect your offense to thrive solely on one man. And then when Michael Thomas come in, you'll have two. And not even given Sanders. I'm still thinking that Sanders hasn't adjusted to the offense yet, but yesterday was the best that we've seen so far out of his connection with Breeze. So you see a little bit of an upside with uh, him being more comfortable with, uh, with with him. I'm saying breathe, breathe, being more comfortable with throwing the Sanders. But it's just it's just you have uh, receivers having to come back to the ball. You have receivers that are open downfield. There was a play where Sanders was wide open downfield, and instead of launching it, Drew instead took the sack. You know, little things like that. It's just it's not the Drew Brees that we known and loved since 2005 unfortunately and we all knew this time was coming you know and it's just it's sad to see but it's also ridiculous to see because you say drew was about to retire but then word came out that brady was going to come this and he decided to come back and it's like well 
if you were thinking about retiring, then you're already retired, as the saying goes. So it, so it's kind of like, did you come back because you wanted to win another ring, or did you come back because you didn't want Brady to take us all the way? It's just it's talk of the day. You know, it could not have been the issue, but that's just how the chips are falling. You know, and the defense doesn't get a pass either. I mean, Cam Jordan has been basically irrelevant the entire year so far. Granted, the week one uh, game, but he virtually, he's been blocked by a third string lineman and then this week a tight end. And you would think someone of Cam Jordan's caliber will be able to easily, you know, abuse something like that, uh, 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 some, some situation like that, but apparently he's not. And we're getting, like, no pressure on the quarterbacks lately. Like, the quarterbacks having all day to throw. And with Aaron Rodgers, you know, once he does that drop back, step back two feet, throw it, 72 yards, and then another 48 yards. I mean, it's just everything just looks horrible, like miscommunication. And we thought with Malcolm Jenkins coming in, he'll be able to help, you know, contain those miscommunication but it seems that that hasn't happened so far and again it's I'm saying it's just week three but it is a sign of worry because this is something that I don't see really improving unless we do a whole 360 which given back to our seven and nine years I know that's not probable and not to be fake hopeful but who knows uh it's just it's just interesting and it's just annoying at some point that our offense is now just blatantly <laughs> too obvious because we have a quarterback that can't throw more than 10 yards and could basically probably couldn't throw more than my five-year-old cousin in all honesty, the way he's looking. And he says he's fine. He says he feels great, but the, the, the numbers say different. I mean, he went from 4.82 yards attempt to now 4.61 average attempt. So, if you're saying you feel fine, your number should be going up, not down, the way I was taught math. But, you know, uh, we have to gear up and get ready for Detroit Lions, who we can't sleep on either because, you know, Matthew Stafford is one of the slept-on quarterbacks in the league. You know, uh, they have mostly their whole arsenal back ready. And <laughs> I just hope that we're ready and we can be able to get a win in that so we can at least get the 500 two and 2 and I would hate to be the person that basically has an overreaction, but I'm saying if we lose to Detroit, then basically we might as well just do the hashtag tank, in my opinion, especially when it comes to the late November to early December slate that we have. It will just be, uh, I don't think we can improve upon that and get to the playoffs. But again, it's still early in the season, so we'll see where it goes, and uh, hopefully we get it all fixed by then. Till then, I'll see y'all next time.